What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. What's up? And to my left by Zachary Parks. What's up? That's how I ended the last episode. I know. That's how I ended the last I'm going to do that every time. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's hope not. Don't. <laughs> it's just going to make for a really unoriginal opening. Yeah, well, I don't no, know if I'm about that. That's really what I'm, I'm yeah, get your covering up my insecurities yes. about my opening and closing. <laughs> I have real no good ones. <laughs> So before we get into today's show, just to remind you, if you have any questions or comments, please send us an email at teamchatpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter and send us a tweet there at teamchatpodcast. So fun thing about today is that a couple episodes ago, you remember Zach asked people to <laughs> send us begged. Just begged. Really it was a begged. demand. Yeah, it was more of a demand. <laughs> for people to send us some to send us some emails. And guess what? You did. People actually did it. Thank you, That's everyone. A good, it was a good idea. It was, it was a good idea. Yeah, Made it a priority. All you good to do job. Is ask sometimes. That's yeah, it. No, just, just put the feelers out yeah. there. And, Very aggressively. And build it Very and they will come. <laughs> You're going to do this for me. <laughs> build it and they will come. <laughs> I can count on you, right? So, because of that, I figured today we would um, spend some time answering those emails mm-hmm. to people because they had some really good questions. Mm-hmm. And I was originally like, well, should we just send an email? I was like, no, no, yeah. let's do it. Let's yeah. do it on the episode. Mm-hmm. They sent the question. They deserve to have that question read. Right on. That's how we to. do it. That's that is how we do that's it. How, that's the kind of people we are. Yep. <laughs> so the first e- email question comes from Dylan. He says, hello, team chat podcast or team. It's unconscionable that you unconscionable yep that's how you say that that you've yet to be emailed <laughs> perhaps we'll have to have to rectify the situation said like william wallace from wow. braveheart yeah, that was a great reference <laughs> i thought so his question is what game have you never played that you're embarrassed slash afraid to admit that you've never played because everyone else has played it this that's one a good question and we almost touched on that in case we missed it i mean we did yeah we, we sort of had an episode devoted to that in a, in, a, in a way in a little bit in a little bit i don't think it was broad it was more like in our circle you right know what i mean and for me the first thing that came to my head and more because they just released the trailer for it which was amazing is i have not played any of the uncharted games you know that's where my head went to as well because i, I haven't played any of the uncharted what's funny is i've actually played the entire first one <laughs> really yeah no i actually did i played it of in a matter of Duh. days and it was very <laughs> subpar Whoa. so i i well, i think i, 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 words I, there. Yeah. I think i've heard that? i think i've heard that the first one is not as good the second See, one is where it's yeah. i've got the second one because like my mom gave me all the games she hated and they were everything that wasn't tomb raider and i was mm. like great i love that your mom's awesome. a gamer i know that is awesome. yeah. good old I mom and she was before. like this nathan drake guy sucks you take these games and i was like thank you mother <laughs> uh we've just turned off about 80 percent of yeah they're like you know what they don't like uncharted i don't like them haven't gotten to game two yet so we'll see and i'm really excited for the fourth one the fourth out really the trailer, soon. The trailer, trailer was the trailer. killed. Oh my you, you, God. you sent a text out. Yeah, no, you were, you were very excited. It, oh it my God. Yeah, you were like, I just need to talk to somebody about this trailer. <laughs> I so. do. I, need, I had feelings and I needed to get those feelings <laughs> out. It, it just like, great. So and emotional. that's for me not having played any of them. Right. I haven't played any it's of them. powerful stuff. And, the, and this trailer, I was like, holy shit. Well, then you need a reference point. So I'll give you the first one. You can play it and see how terrible it is. You have it and you haven't played I got it? The, I got the Uncharted collection for PS4. Oh my God. Uh, but you're just Christmas. so, you're doing so much through your backlog. Yeah. You're just trying to catch up. To I'm trying to catch up. There. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking. skip all that and just play Uncharted. I'm That's thinking, what I would do. I'm thinking that I'm going to have like a marathon session. Maybe, I mean, I'm, I'm going to hope to try to get Uncharted 4 when it comes out. But like. Do like some crazy marathon session of all of, of them. All of them. Dude, Honestly, the careful. first one I dragged it out. You could have played that in a day if you really tried. I know some people have done that, and so I was just like, I, just to like get through the experience and then be able to experience and yeah. try to four with the rest of the world. I was kind of like, mm, I might do that. You can also play it on easy mode. <laughs> like, yeah, that is at least not a bad idea. If you're trying to blast through get, it, yeah, at least just get the story and hit all those high points and everything. There's actually even a mode that's just called Explorer mode. Oh, which I was like, oh, I guess if you weren't, is it, if is your it aim that really open sucked, of a game like it, like I, you can just explore. I think it's guided. I didn't open. try explorer mode, so I really don't know what it entails. I just know that it was below easy, so it was like explorer wow. Maybe easy like normal. No hard. enemies. <laughs> That's Maybe what I was just thinking. Walk around, because, just walk yeah. around, and find stuff. So yeah, so Uncharted, Uncharted for me was definitely for like sure. the one, the number one that popped in my head. I was like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I am embarrassed to say I have not played this game because it is a travesty that I have not. Yeah, that popped in my head too, and also Last of Us. I have not played The Last of Us, oh and uh, knowing you, that's I, another I, Naughty I Dog. Yes. Oh my god! And dude, and I cannot believe I've not played this. I really missed out, and I'm, I'm debating whether or not I really go back and do it. Is Mass Effect? People me too. love Mass I have, Effect. I have those too. Yeah, I got the the, the trilogy was like that's one for, day for for PS. Man, I no, wish... it's for it's for it's for Xbox too. 
Um, but uh, but you only have them for PS. That's what I'm saying. So yes, I'll I, only have, I only have them for yeah. the PlayStation because I bought the, they have the Mass Effect trilogy for sale at Best Buy for like twelve dollars one day. Right? Like, yeah. Yes, it's, please. It's been out for I'll a while, you know? and they're coming out with the Andromeda. Right. So, so it's, na- same, it's the same thing. It would be nice to yeah catch up and then you can really experience the last one, which I, I hear they're amazing. People yeah. love the Mass Effect series. Yep. So I've not played that. What about you, Mogan? Yeah. Anyone what's what's yours that you're that you're embarrassed? She's probably like I've played None. them all. Yeah. I don't. I'm not <laughs> embarrassed. No I've covered enough played. ground in my in my time as a gamer. I'm not. I don't. Ha- she she's no, shaking her head like yes. That's gonna be my answer. You, didn't, oh play, my you didn't play Star Fox. Oh, no, it's not. It's not. It's the question. The question is worded as what games have you not played that you're embarrassed to say you haven't played? Right. And yeah. of Most. the games that I'm ferociously dedicated to, I have played. Right, right. <laughs> but, that but is for, an interesting. That that part of the question does yeah. change. It so a if it bit. were it just does. games you haven't played that you really feel like you should have, honestly, Halo would probably yeah. be top of my list That's because true. I love first person shooters. Yeah. So there's no real like I I remember playing a little tiny bit of the first one way back when it first came out, and we had it for PC. And I was like, this game blows. Why? <laughs> Why? I don't know. Was <laughs> this the sound know. off? I just I just didn't. I I was like. 12 maybe yeah. 13 and I was, I was like nah yeah. wow. well, well, I just turned it off and never went back yeah. to it and that's the thing so I look back and I'm like you know I probably really would have liked it You'll probably if get I had really tried it. and luckily for you they have the Master Chief collection which probably has gone down in price but it has Halo 1, 2 th- and 3 and 4 on there is that only for Xbox? <laughs> what? is it only for Xbox or is yeah. it for Xbox PlayStation? Only. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Xbox only that's the thing that, see that's the dilemma that we run into talking with each other PlayStation PlayStation Wii just yeah. Xbox yeah, really. I gotta yeah. get an Xbox. People will be like, "That guy's not a gamer." <laughs> we'll see. Like, he has one because system. Of, because of that, whenever I get the division, I'm getting it for Xbox so that we can play. So we can play together. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. I will. I yeah. will enjoy that, and I'll get the division probably no matter what. Oh, I, I, I it mean, looks. It's. I think looks it looks fantastic. great. Even though some people I've heard on the internet have talked about how they're a little iffy what they played beta wise that came out. Mm-hmm. But dude, the gaming community is so it's, it's so, so volatile. It's so, it's like, so, there's so and they many are, opinions yeah, that are just crap. So they're just wrong. Yeah, they're just like this game sucks. And I was yeah. like, whoa, like it's come like on. state your reasoning. Right. I was getting bullet into it a points, bit. I'll make very... a podcast and talk about it. That's what we did. <laughs> we wanted to be able to talk shit but be credible about yes, it. Come on. No, so I, I was really sad. I didn't get to play the beta this weekend because I was at a bachelor party, and so I was I was well, kind of fun. I, it, it was Let's fun. Talk about that this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun, but oh, still, was I was that like that picture <sighs> where you were like in the hill country or yeah. whatever. Oh yeah, it was that was really a good picture. Pretty. Way out there yeah. by Fredericksburg, cool. Texas. Did you guys stuff, go to like a day spa? There's no, a really famous we day we spa actually. That's oh never mind. Yeah, no, it was it was a drinking and eat barbecue weekend. So that was it's pretty awesome. Um, so any, next, okay, go ahead. I was going to say any other games. Let's just move on though. Yeah, there, no, there is. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so Kyle writes and gives us that and tells us that the, when we were in a couple of episodes ago too, when we were joking around with like the kick ass and chew bubblegum mm-hmm. line that he says, it's actually from a Duke Nukem game, but it's also into what, this is what I was referring to a movie called they live. And I just didn't know okay, the title. Gotcha. But it's, that's where that's from. So I was actually talking like thinking I knew the movie that you were talking about, and I made some references, and I was so wrong. You were wrong. Like, that was definitely not the movie. <laughs> like, Neil Patrick Harris is not in They yeah, Live. Yeah. Oh, that I remember the that conversation. Yeah, I really not, thought I had it. I genuinely did, and no, I was no not NGH. even close. Um, and then he has an idea for another for a, for a uh, topic or something for an episode that we could do at some point, and you know who knows we'll see what what comes of it. But he was said that uh, basically an episode where we build and come up with a video game. Oh yes, yes, that you know, one. Now the, does he mean as a group or individually? I think as a group. Oh god. So as a group, would we devote an episode to that? Like we would just talk about probably. hey, like that'd probably be the best way. Of, or, dude, we would like fight. <laughs> you would have Animal, animal Crossing. <laughs> I, I would do Halo now. Six. It would be difficult. You we'll would, have to, we'll have to think about it. We'll have like to see. a sim game, a simulator. <laughs> you know, <laughs> maybe we combine all those. Maybe, things. maybe. I feel like Animal Pokemon Crossing and Civilization rifles. could go well together. Maybe because my biggest complaint was uh-huh. that you couldn't customize your castle. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't think he agrees. See, the, the problems have already started. Yeah, so who knows? We might try to tackle that someday. That'd be hey, I would it's love, a cool idea. I would, it's a great idea. I'd love to be able to like create my own game and like even if I can imagine it in my head and see it like into fruition, that'd be unbelievable. Oh, that'd be, that'd be That's awesome. something I just don't have the skills or talent. Yeah, no. So Antonio writes and says Antonio. Yes. Cheers <laughs> to weekly team chat episodes. The world thanks you with a cool thumbs up gif. <laughs> Wow. Of Troy from Community. Oh, I know that idea. And he says, and now to business. What has been the most satisfying ending you have experienced in a game? 
like Hardest Final Boss, Picturesque, Cinematic se- Scene, etc. Honestly, that's, that's the that first is a tough one, one I think of is actually to... the ending of Tomb Raider. Yes, that's yeah. a very strong ending. Because it's really, since it's made to be like the prequel, and at the end of the game, you get her double pistols. Oh I'm sorry, spoiler oh, alert. Oh, I watched, that, I watched that on YouTube. Yeah, it's, 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 so a very, it's really cool. It's a very powerful moment. Especially just, if you've played yeah. the whole game. Especially, and you if know. you've played the ones in the past, it's just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was a huge that moment. I remember that one. one. Um, I would have to say, again, I've talked about it, it's a favorite game, but I'd have to say the ending to Last of Us. Mm. Um, just the emotional... And how emotional it, that game is still being played a lot, so I don't want to give a spoiler. I was about to say, about, don't spoil it. Yeah, it of how it ends is so emotional and raw and just like and gut wrenching and everything. Like it, it was one of those things. It it ended, and I just sat staring at the at the at the screen while the credits rolled, like just taking in what I had what I had experienced. Mm-hmm. So that one for me would be a really big one. Um, as far as like the God of War series for me has always had really good endings because they always have a really difficult boss. Nice. Yeah. See, that's kind of interesting. I had to, he, he mentioned bosses. I was trying to think Zelda. I was trying to think like. I've never felt challenged by a final boss in a Legend you play of Zelda. On easy on everything. And no, there's no, game. there are no modes for starters. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, okay, you just play. Well, unless you're like intentionally playing it by not collecting heart in case, tanks. In case you're playing it wrong. In case you're playing it wrong. <laughs> it's not hard. It's like, that's like Jared going the wrong way in Dark Souls. All <laughs> it that, is. Uh, it's it one is. of the funniest things. Actually, if we're talking about Dark Souls, every boss, is every freaking hard. boss, that is, that is, true. is an accomplishment in Dark the very Souls. The first boss you run into when you just start is hard. Yeah. Halo yeah. 3 would have to be my... The one, I mean, there's got to be other ones. I just can't think of games that I've beaten that I was really blown away by. But Halo 3, just because of the emotional, you know, time yep. and effort that I put into it to have Master Chief, the door close on him. And I thought it was such a great ending because he just said, wake me when you need me. Oh, and my it, God, and yeah. it, it left open a door, but it was also like, this is a closing of a, of a chapter. You know? Well, it's, and people, you could have easily played the game and been like, oh, this is done. They're done with Halo. Right. <laughs> yes, yes. It felt like it. And I mean, fortunately, they came there. back. I'm glad they did, even though Bungie is no longer at the realms, but still, you know, or the... Like, helms. helms. At the helm. Oh. The, no, the reins. <laughs> or the helm. Reins, reins or the helm. Yeah. Reins, helms, <laughs> and helms. <laughs> The realms. The Just realms. combine the two. Um, but no, no, yeah, I agree. Halo 3 had a very good ending. It was nice, and they could have they could have botched it, you know? Yeah. They easily could have. It, it, it was really well done, because, yeah, it could have been the, the close to the series, but it also was just open-ended enough yeah. to leave the hint that just it enough. might be coming back. Just, just enough. Did. So alternatively, just real quick, talking about botched endings, which game would you think of that you thought the ending was terrible? Or just a big letdown? I would go, I would go back to the God of War series with God of War Ascension. Huh. The last, like... St- level you have to fight through which is like you're riding this ascending tower and it gets it keeps getting stopped and all the and you'll fight all these these uh these enemies and different enemies mm-hmm. and just like waves and it's i gave up like really? i i don't give up on games i never have but this one i just it was so much harder than anything else in the game up to that point like normally you know it's like a progression the game builds yeah. i've been going through the game fine and i wasn't playing it on like a super hard difficulty i don't think i was um and just it got to this part and like I rage quit playing that. <laughs> wow. So you never really beat. You never saw the end. No, it, it no. was like it's like the thing you beat this and you're at the end right kind and of you're thing. Just like, and I just I, I mean maybe it. maybe again I'll pick it up mm-hmm. and go to it. You know I still have the saves and all that. I can go back to it. But that game like it just it killed it for me. It was yeah. it had been a great a fun game up until that point, and then it just got to this part and it was just ridiculously hard that I couldn't get any farther. And I was just like I can't. I was just like I can't right now. I have other things. I'm wasting too much time. Mm-hmm. I know there was one point I literally spent two hours straight Ugh. just playing that thing and could not get through it. And that, that, yeah, that just killed that it for me. Off. Was um, it a bunch of just dying and restarting? Oh, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, see, that would kill it. And it's like there's not a checkpoint in the middle of it, oh, so you just have to redo the, the whole thing over and over like, again. Mother- it was... Oh yeah, it was bad. Uh, I got. Really, I thought. I, got really I, mad. I thought. I mean, as a whole, I thought Skyrim was fairly underwhelming in a lot of ways. But I thought the ending was pretty underwhelming, if I remember correctly. Destroying Alduin, the, the 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 evil dragon, and this like you're in like Valhalla up and like with all these people, and it's supposed to be this really epic thing. But it just it, it's just kind of like meh. It's just kind of like meh. In, in in line with the rest of the game, it's just not that difficult either. It's just it's per- it, 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 they just set you up in such an easy way, and I guess you could have changed the difficulty such. But but I think I was playing on hard and like. And I always I've made this comparison before, but Oblivion was so much more difficult, and I found it so much more rewarding. So mm-hmm. I just didn't. I found like a lack of reward in Skyrim. I do right. remember that being like that was it, and like I knew it was coming. I was like, I know. I, like in the back of my head, I was like, this is not going to be 
that gr- rewarding for me. Yeah, right. and that's a big thing. You I know, would to s- feel like we were talking about that last for the campaign campaign yeah. missions to really feel like I'm using all my powers here, like, everything that I've learned like it, over to make the it game, feel hard to make it feel hard and make yeah. it feel like I've overcome something, I've learned something new, and like some games cater to people, some games try to force something better out of you. And now that's why I'm not getting into something very <laughs> philosophical here, but no, I think there's I a conversation what, there. No, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Um, another game for me that I would say that might be a little surprising to people. Um, I thought I kind of was over underwhelmed with the final boss of Bioshock. In Rap- the first one, the first one. Oh, I don't even remember the twist at the end of Bioshock. You guys, have you played the first Bioshock? I've, it's been so long. Yeah, it's been a while. What what is it? So basically, you're be, you've been playing it. this whole you've been playing this whole game. Bioshock's long enough. People have played Bioshock. I no, it. it's been a long time. <laughs> I can talk been, about the end the, of Bioshock. The first one. It's been a long time. So this whole game, you're going through, and you're like, um, you know, you're being guided by this guy. Cannot remember his name. Um, Atlas, maybe? And I think that's right. That Atlas sounds shrugged. right. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> not, not that. <laughs> so um, not that novel. And he just like, and he's the one who's like telling you where to go and being like, hey, this is what you got to do. This is where you got to go. This you do all this. The you know, And he goes like, would you kindly go do this? Blah, blah, blah. And, then, and the whole time you know that the bad guy is Andrew Ryan, the guy who started Rapture. Mm-hmm. And so you go with that intent that eventually oh. I'm going to face Andrew Ryan. And then you get to where Andrew Ryan is, and then you just straight up, and then you just like kill him. You like beat him to death with a cane or something, or some shit like that. And he and he dies. He doesn't even really like fight you. Uh-huh. And you're like, wait, what now? And so then, but then it's revealed Atlas is actually the bad guy. I remember he this. is was like Andrew Ryan's competitor uh, in, right. in Rapture. Right. Oh, I see. And you had been mind washed, brainwashed, mind washed uh, to way. respond to whenever he would say, "Would you kindly." Uh, Oh, right. Yeah, which kind of And so that was like a huge like mind trip of just like, what? Yeah, I've yes. been lied to this whole game. I forgot So that was awesome. That. But then I actually fought Atlas and I killed him fairly easily. Right. And I was like, and he's, and I was just like, that was a little underwhelming. Yeah. But what saved it for me is that twist. Mm-hmm. That twist, you, I was just like, enjoyed, yeah. that was awesome. Right. That, those do go a long ways because yep. you know it's rare for video games that I've played to incorporate such a great twist like that. And I know yeah. Braid has a really good one. I've never played Braid. I, yeah, I don't know about that. I one. don't know. I think I don't know if I should give it away or not because I don't. Well, we might play it. Don't give it away. Yeah, yeah. I won't give it away. Yeah, because I think it's like kind of part of the whole game. And that's but not it's really got that old twist. of a game, is no, it? No, it's not. No, it's a few years old, but yeah, it's not super old. Not as old as five. Five, five yeah. years. Oh, is it, is it really five? Tw- Braid probably. Yeah, dude. probably by this point. God, I felt like it came out last year. No, it's a few years old. Okay, so our last email, and this is the thing. So the original plan for this episode was we were going to talk about side quests. Yes. It's worked out so well. And and our top three side top three quests. Side My quests. favorite going, listener. Going off of campaign missions from last episode. We exactly. thought it would be a nice kind of one-two thing. Yeah. But then we got this email from Becca. Hello, Becca. Hi, Becca. This, so she says, well, here you go. People have probably beat me to it, but at least your inbox looks shiny now, huh? And I said, and <laughs> yes, it does. Wanted. It's very shiny and pretty to see other people's names in there, other than like Twitter, <laughs> um, wh- which is just saying, hey, discover what's in your network. Yeah, it's, it's not just, people. <laughs> right. It's just promotional things. <laughs> yeah, a lot of promotional things. We do get some interaction on Twitter. Um, but she says, just wanted to say that I really enjoy your discussions and your podcasts have helped me get through many a night shift here in the UK. Ooh, UK listeners. That's so International. cool. That is so cool. I've always wondered like how our accents sound to people from the UK. Becca, how do our accents probably, sound? I know, probably right? stupid. I know. That's what I've always assumed. I've always been like, they she probably think we're so stupid. I love talking about video games. So her question and what I feel like, and it kind of ties into this, which so I was kind of like, I, t- I was talking to Zach and Mogan before we got mm-hmm. started that this should probably take over as the right. topic of today's show because it has something that it goes along with side quests. So my question for you guys is, how do you cope with games that have a million and one side quests? I'm currently playing Xenoblade Chronicles on the 3DS, and I've found myself having to write down the missions just to keep myself up to date and remind myself what to do. Do you do the side missions before the main quest or wait until after? Keep doing you guys. You're awesome. P.S. Thank you, Mogan, for the year walk recommendation. <laughs> nice. Was a stunning little game. Oh, next time it'll so be a sweet. longer game, I promise. I'll make a better suggestion next time. <laughs> so That's a great question, though. So, yeah. So, basically, what the topic of the show now is going to be is how do we play 
bigger open world RPG games. It's not going to be a, a top three list necessarily, mm-hmm. just more of an open discussion because that's a good question. Everybody plays them differently. Right. Well, it's like how you eat dinner. Do you eat, you know, one meal at a time <laughs> or do you separated. kind of move, move around? Nothing you know? touches the other. No, speaks, see, I agree. Volumes. You got to keep them separate. I agree with that as well. Some but things, sometimes, sometimes I will make steak the Steak and peas like go well together. No, Maybe, no, they uh, don't. No, uh, steak uh, and mashed Zach, potatoes. Zach, shut up. Maybe <laughs> the main quest and side quest might have something to do with each other. Who knows? Business, they're, like, they're like potatoes and gravy. Yeah. You, you might know? need both. And, 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 and especially in Fallout 4, I've done side quests that pertain to the main quest. I mean, you know, I would always... Kind of the, the lines are getting a little blurry in some of these games I'm thinking about. I mean, yeah. I would always classify a good side quest as tying into the main game in a meaningful way. Yeah. Like, yeah. a lot of side quests are meant to just be fun little things that you can do on the side, almost like... I, I know of some that are just basically mini games, but a really good side quest mm. builds on the existing story. And like those to be really good and memorable. And those were more of what I was thinking of when I was trying to make my list for yeah. the side quests originally, because I was trying to go back and I was trying to think like through the RPGs I played, because that's where I really wanted to get like my number one from. Right. Well, um, what just an RPG, like an RPG, sure. of, like a like that's Dragon Age you'll find or something it too. Like that. Yeah, you exactly. Because those are going to have the really in depth. Yeah, those are going to have the really in depth. Um, side quests, mm-hmm. but yeah. So like, I was thinking of some of them from like Saints Row the Third. Uh, this one that's like oh, that's interesting. Professor Saints Row. Wow. Professor Genki's. Damn it! I just had it written down. Um, it's not in your book. No. That I can't, Where did I can never decipher? So well, I like that you're talking about um, Saints Row because that's a game that I love. I love. I played the first one and I think the second one. I stopped playing them after that. The but third that, one was awesome, it's dude. The first I was time about, I've ever heard I, these words. From I know. Either of you. I, I was so excited to play Saints Row when it was coming out. I was, you know, even though I was a Grand Theft Auto fan because they're very similar. They have it is it, similar, but Saints Row it's is different crazier. Enough. It's different enough to, that they that warrant both to exist. But um, Saints Row does, and so does Grand Theft Auto, have a fair amount of, I guess, side missions. Yeah, you call them that don't pertain to like taking over other gangs. So like, the uh, the one that I thought of though that I really liked was Professor Genki's Super Ethical Reality Climax. Huh, sounds interesting. Basically, it does. Professor Genki in this is like this cat creature dude, uh-huh. and he and so this is like a game show you go on. It's like a maze, and it has traps in it, and you'll be attacked by by people who are in like ridiculous mascot costumes <laughs> and you just shoot hose them down <laughs> but you don't get like i see a theme evolving in jared's favorite <laughs> but it's, thing seriously but no but no but what was funny about it i mean that's all of saints row like it's it is it's it is. massive it's, it's, mayhem it's a cartoon it's it even is. more cartoonish than Grand I feel like I have Way never even cartoonish. seen. You like, I, can't, I can't even picture it's what you're talking so about. so colorful. You should go like, look it up. It? It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Colorful. When I hear the word Saints Row, I immediately <laughs> think of like black and white. I don't know why. No. no but, like, so like, the, but, but then what made this funny is it's like there are these announcers like giving play-by-play of what's happening, <laughs> you know, and all this stuff. And so it's just super, like, crazy and stupid. It's silly. It's, it's that, super that guy, silly. That game got, I don't know if third or, what, is there four of them? Fourth There's one, one just like came aliens out. aliens and, and stuff. It gets really it's so wacko. Weird. But they had to do it as like a, and I know we're getting off topic, but they, I feel like they had to do it as like just a marketing. Just to say something different yeah, than it's like different than Grand, Grand Theft Auto. Auto. We're going to take it in this direction. Uh, you know, I knew it changed. Very I knew it wasn't the same as Grand Theft Auto. When you have the option to just be, your character can't just be naked. Yeah. Private parts are blurred or pixelated <laughs> now. But you can just be naked. <laughs> yeah. I made my dude this incredibly like roided out buff dude. <laughs> roided out. With a with a British accent. It was ridiculous. You know, it was just super funny. Um and he ran around, like he was super muscled up, mm-hmm. like max out every physical just characteristic to the max. Learn new so things funny. about Jarrett every day. <laughs> <laughs> every episode. I love when else comes I love it's a just another out, layer of the onion. <laughs> well, okay, but let me ask you guys then, as a more overall, you know, question, how like Becky said, how or is it Becca? Becca. 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 Excuse me, Becky. Excuse me, William. How do you guys approach these games then? If you're playing an open world game like this that has a lot of side quests, then do you do you wait to do those? Do you do them as they come, or do you take on the main quest? And honestly, for me, I like I have the the annoying habit, and it's annoying to myself, of wanting to make a game like that because I'm like, I paid sixty bucks for this. I'm going to make it last, right? And so I'll drag it out to to no end. So like so I will play like a story mission and then go do like 10 side quests or side activities. I'm currently doing that with like Far Cry Primal right because now. Because you're Far trying Cry to, Primal is out and I love it. Because you're trying to drag out the main storyline. Yeah, because I want to be in the game longer. But the problem to that is I do have the tendency and this has happened to me several times like I remember it happened to me with Assassin's Creed 3. I just I 
it the game took like wound up taking like a year to play because I would get distracted, I would get tired of it because I was doing so many of the side quests, and I would be like, I'm gonna take a break from this and go play other things now, and then I would never get back to it. And then by the time I did the main story, I was like, What's happening? Right. right. See, that's something that has occurred to me in Fallout Four because I've been I've been playing Fallout Four a lot and I did play it a lot, and I did a I was going to the main mission pretty like rigid. I was like doing just that and that only, but I got so sidetracked by so many side quests, and the side quests are just as elaborate as the main quest. Oh, yeah. or at least some of them are, and some of them can be really time consuming and I was like what am I supposed to do actually to <laughs> like find my son? Like you play so many side yeah. quests totally that you forget forgot. what you're doing yeah, in the like regular I, all game. All of a sudden I'm like the king of some guild. <laughs> like this is my new, you know, job now. This is the game. <laughs> the ending yeah. of Assassin's Creed 3 happened and like I killed the, the bad guy and I was like why am I Yeah, why you do I lose not like that motivation. So at one sense Having these open world games and giving you choices like that is wonderful. It's like really oh, cool. I love it's it. like I, I, it's favorite, I love it's it too. It's my favorite kind of game. However, there's an emotional value that can be lost that other games that keep you on the campaign might actually have. You know, they games that keep you on the campaign like a first keep person you, shooter keep you in the story. Yeah, yeah like a first person shooter, and we're really and like Zelda does it. I mean, any anything else kind of can keep you within the realms of the story. So to have these side quests, even though it's by option, it can really it can take you out of it. You know, like when I think about Fallout, Oblivion, Skyrim, I don't think of the story. I right. think of just doing things yeah. and how exciting that was to just do things. It's just very different types of games, I guess. Yeah, they are. And so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of how I go I go about it because, but no, I'm trying, I'm trying to be better. Like in the two days since Far Cry Primal has come out and I've spent a few hours playing that. And yeah, how's that going? Oh my God, it's you so love fun. It? I love it so much. <laughs> I love it so much. It's a. It's got a. It's, it's got good. a. It's got a two thumbs up from so Jared, far. It's our from first Jared review Wilson. of the podcast. <laughs> very brief. Two thumbs yeah, up. Two thumbs, two up. thumbs up. Which is a very cliched review. But no, no, no supporting arguments. <laughs> yeah. It's it's awesome because it's. I mean, I, I won't get into it uh-huh. right now, but it's you should play it. Um, but that's how I'm trying to be more with it. I'm trying to stay. I'm going to try to actually beat the game faster and play mm-hmm. it. For two reasons: one, I want to experience it and, and you know get through the story and have it all build up. Two, I have way a lot more of the things I need to play. Yeah, <laughs> so right. I'm trying to get right. through it and not have another game that takes me a year to play. I would say I'm probably more along Jarrett's lines, you- but really, I'm kind. Any game that has extensive side quests. That's why I'm I'm playing it. And like especially like games like Tomb Raider, games like The Legend of Zelda, they have tons. Games like Okami, tons of side quests. Yep. And I find that I just I never want the game to end mm-hmm. intentionally, so I'm like what can I do to not get to the end of right, the game? And yeah, I that's will like just Jared drag was about, yeah. on and on. I'm exactly the same. Yes. I will do everything else before I finally run out of options I, and I have to go to the next level. Yeah. Anything else to not progress because I don't want the game to be over. And it's like, I actually have quite a few games that I've never finished because I'm like, well, I haven't finished the impossible side quest that I've been stuck on for six years. <laughs> so I guess I'll just never finish that game because in my mentality, you can't you can't finish the game unless you've finished everything else. Yeah. And, and for me, too, I've kind of gotten more into of I'm trying before I didn't really used to care about like getting trophies or achievements and stuff right. like that. But now I am getting more of like a, a drive to be like, OK, I want to get like one of my gaming resolutions for this year was to platinum three games, which and for that's for PlayStation. You get all the trophies and you get a cool little platinum one. <laughs> and I've only done that with one game, and that was the Shadow Shadow of Mordor, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor, which was a fun game too. I thought you had done it for the Last of Us. That's didn't you get a like, goal. Didn't you get like super close? Aren't you like like a couple things away? Yeah, from Last, last of, of Us. Oh yeah. no, no, oh, really? No, 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 no. So because well, I got a few trophies and stuff when I played through it on the PS3, but now I have it for the PS4, and I don't want to go back and play it on the PS3 because it looks cleaner and prettier mm. and all that jazz on the PS4. So I'm going to try to do it on there. Um, I'm trying to get through it. So that's another one of my gaming resolutions for this year was to get through The Last of Us. And so for that one, I am taking a more, um, and it's not, well, it's kind of open world, but I am, I'm taking a more systematic approach to that game. And I am taking a systematic approach to uh, Far Cry Primal because I'm trying, I'm going to try to platinum that one too. And just being like, okay, so like I'll, I'll play for a while and I'll go back and like, and check my, and check the trophy status right. and be like, okay, so I need to be doing this. Okay. So sometimes uh, instead of doing a side quest or doing the, se- the main mission, I'm reaching towards accomplishing one of the trophies. 
right. or something like that. So in a way, the trophies are almost a side quest for me. Yeah, that's like something that you've not that you've created, but you've chosen to play a game that way. You right. know, like I will take on this challenge that you know that yeah. kind of exists outside the game in a way. Mm-hmm. But I'd say I'm somewhere in between because I actually, as I'm doing side quests, and I'm thinking about Fallout Four, and I'm thinking about Oblivion and Skyrim. Those are probably the three games that I that have the most side quests that I've, that I've played. Yeah, and I get very antsy about getting back to the main quest. I know I kind of talked about it with Fallout Four just like two seconds ago, but I was like, I, I do feel as though. I need to see that main quest sort of completed before I would, before I even feel like I should go into the side quest. There's something about like, I'll save the side quests for later, unless there's some sort of like, unless they're poignant to the story at hand, but you really, I guess you wouldn't know that. It's iffy. It's because when I'm going, when I'm playing around the game, I do love running into the randomness that can occur right. through these quests. It makes, you know, it obviously gives these games a, an immense amount of depth and, like, believability. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one of the best things about having side quests in these open worlds is, like, things are existing and they will, they're there, and if you can find them, like, like they don't, like, they're not drawing you to it, so right. to speak. They're just, they just exist in and of themselves. Like, I'm thinking about one from Skyrim, and, and I was going to put this as on my list. It's like you find a haunted house, and this mission, or mission, this quest, wouldn't exist if you did X, Y, and Z beforehand. So right. some people ran into it, and some people didn't. So it's like a permanently missable thing. It can. I you, love you stuff can, like yeah, that. Yeah, you can miss it, and once you miss it, you miss it. But it did exist for some people, awesome. right? And and you basically go to this house, and it's such a great little side mission. This guy's like, "Hey, could you help me go into this house? Something weird's going on." And you go in there, and like immediately this what a suspicious of, invitation for starters oh, well he's like i need some help and that's what skyrim's all about you just help people you know and you're like yeah sure and uh you go into this house and like the books and everything starts floating it's like this demon voice comes on and all oh. the doors lock and he's like i would i would play that entire game just that it's game. fun just the house well that, that it's a great little side and i love these it puts you in a little dilemma because it puts you these two guys in a house one of them is you and you have to really decide like either this guy's gonna kill you or you have to kill this guy based on this like demonic voices like kill these kill this man or you will die and so you you do kill him obviously oh. And then you go down, as you like, would do, right? As you, do. As you would do. <laughs> Did you try to like drug... bargain your way out first? Well, the guy comes at you first. Oh. He's like, oh, oh no, yeah. like I have to do something, no. you know. So yeah. you're really just defending yourself at this point. <laughs> but once you go down and talk to this Daedra demon god, he's like, go find this priest, bring him here. I'm gonna capture him, and he's gonna like bow down to me. You're like, okay, <laughs> like you totally just do, it. or you can say no and like not do it. But most people will be like, yeah, it's okay, I'll do that. And, <laughs> do that. and so you go find him. Bring it. It's a great. It's a bizarre, like little scenario that has nothing really to do with the main storyline. How bring do you him, trick the priest into going with you? You talk to him at this place and you tell him that like you trick him. You either you can either bribe him with like 270 pieces of gold, or you can tell him that this is for the god that you believe in, which is I forget oh. the name of the god, but there's like Daedra gods and there's like good gods in the whole Tamriel world. And you bring him back. The demon god like captures him, and then you essentially have to like beat him into submission and kill him in front of this demon the god pro- who's just oh, watching. Damn. Yeah, and he's like, good job. You did a very good job. Here's oh, like this horrible. crazy good mace. And you're like, thank you. And he's like, whenever you kill somebody, know that I'm watching. Oh and you're like, wow. And then you leave and you're like, well, what was I doing again? <laughs> like, what, what was my, why, why am I here? <laughs> so I just got reminded of another of another one talking about, talking about that, of just like some random things. And this one's from uh, Red Dead Redemption, actually, which... Similar in the vein of Grand Theft Auto, since they're both Rockstar, you know, there are some... Red Dead Redemption, that does have a fair amount of... That one has a lot of side quests. So now as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, hey. Yeah, So that might be where my number one comes from. I'll have to think about it and go back back through some of those side quests. That's a game I want to replay at some point. Um... But in this one, in this one mission, and it's a it's a total side quest, and so that, that's what I was saying. Rockstar Games has really good of you just meet these really. They have a really, they're really good at introducing really odd characters, you know, or like built having these weird people. Well, like like in Grand Theft Auto Five, all of Trevor's um, right group, Friends. all his gang, they're very memorable. They're so weird. Yeah, they're so weird. Yes. Like the Wade guy who's all like tatted and and. Uh, um, look, looks like a member of Insane Clown yeah, Posse, uh-huh, uh-huh. and he, and, but he's like, what, Trevor? And yeah. like, all this, yeah. it's like, what is this? Like, it's right. so weird. Rockstar is good about creating those. So characters. that's where one of these side quests from Red Dead Redemption comes into play. You're, you go up 
to this cabin or you just like ride by this cabin and this old man on outside of it stands and he's like, Hey, sir, can you come over here? And probably you're a like, trap. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. what, that happens a lot. It does in happen Red Dead a lot. Redemption. I know. And so you're like, ah, what the hell? I'll go, I'll go over and say, say hi because I'm a nice man. I'm, and so you go over and talk to him and he basically tells you that he's wanting to get some flowers for his wife and you need, and all that stuff, but he's old and it's hard for him to get around and he would just love it if you would go get flowers for his wife. That sounds like the biggest trap. And the, so you're just like, okay, I'll go do that. And he's like, I'll give you something for your trouble. Don't worry about it. And you're like, all right, cool. And so you go and you like ride around, you find some of these flowers and you bring it back to him. And he's just like, and and then he and he's like, oh, thank you, young man. You know, my wife would love to say thank you. And so you you follow him into the cabin. His wife is dead, sitting in a chair. Oh, interesting. And like a like a mummified so corpse. He's almost. Crazy. He's crazy. He's crazy man. It's like Norman Bates from Psycho. Right? <laughs> Seriously, you know? and, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, what is happening? <laughs> and then you have the option then to be like, this fool's crazy. I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna kill him. (laughs) I'm gonna put him out of his misery. (laughs) Yeah, you have that option, or you can just be like, "Whatever, man, I'm out." (laughs) And slowly back away and never go to his cabin again. But no, so that that what'd you do? Um, I think I just left. You killed him. No, I I just left. (laughs) I I normally normally I try and again be good. I try to be good. I try to be bad. I I try to be bad. But the guilt. But the guilt. Exactly. I try. I don't know. I'm right. <laughs> I try to be good as well. In Fallout Four, I've had so many difficult conundrums where it's very difficult to be good, and it's it's and like because you are in the wasteland, Mogan, and because these people have given up all humanity, you almost are forced to be bad. And yeah. there is one side mission I remember where you have to rescue a uh, super mutant and an, well, actually, you're rescuing a guy from the top of a tower, and there's a super mutant with there who are these people that become like radioactive and they're like super aggressive and strong. Do they strong. still yeah. look human or are they nah. mutated? They're, they, they're just big green. They look like the Hulk, oh. you know? So they look like a big humanoid. And I rescued this guy and people that know this mission of, uh, it's not like, I'm pretty sure it technically qualifies as a side mission, but you rescue this guy and he's, and he's just an asshole the whole time. <laughs> he's just like, oh, finally, like someone came and saved me. And you're like, oh, like I've never ran into anybody like this. I have all my questing. Usually everyone's very happy that like I come and save them. Yeah. And you eventually get him outside and strong, who is kind of ironically really nice. It like actually becomes your friend. And you can use him as a, uh, like a sidekick in a lot of your missions. The other guy's like, Thanks, and he quotes Shakespeare, and he's really pompous, and he's just an asshole. Anyways, he you go on your merry way, and he doesn't give you anything, which I'm used to. I run into him again, and this is a random thing, and maybe it's happened to people that have played Fallout or not, but he's he's doing a radio show out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and the radio, like, it's very bizarre. Like, radio shows still exist. Like, they've rebuilt society in a very, like, different kind of, like, shitty way. I know we talked about, like, <laughs> right. yo, this is your home. Like, this is all you've done. It's fine. <laughs> this is my yeah. beautiful tin box. It's like, this is, this is as good as it gets. But I ran into him. And it, and, and it it's just, it like almost like hurts me to say this, but I ran into him and his family, and oh my God. they're all they. I wiped them out. and I feel bad about it because I was like, but oh no, I like I've been a ba- like that made me a, like <laughs> I did a I did a bad decision. But they had a lot of great loot, and oh they my God, and, like, you and, killed them and I'm for just money. telling you when you get in the wasteland, and after many oh days, that you realize this is the way of the law, and yeah. that guy no. was an asshole to me. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'll never. That's one of my more memorable things that's happened in four. <laughs> so it was been, horrible. I don't condone <laughs> stuff like that, but I'm just saying it happened. I'm and just saying I just killed the guy's whole I'm just family. He should have given me something for oh saving him. Oh my god, he should have. It, it's a very rough world. It's a doggy dog, dog eat dog world out there, <laughs> especially when that scenario. Yeah. So I had this, a similar thing with the at the <laughs> beginning of Fallout Three. Shame on me. I know. When I'm getting out of the when I'm escaping the vault and the overseer is. Is he, oh man, what's he doing? Is he attacking his... Is this Fallout 4? 3. Oh, 3. His, his uh, daughter, he's like, is, he's either like threatening his daughter or interrogating your, his daughter who you're sweet on, you mm-hmm. know, you can tell. Oh, then since, definitely kill since kids. And you, <laughs> well, that's warranted <laughs> that's much more than... And that's me. Come on. <laughs> that's what I was like. I ran in there, I'm like, my boo's in trouble. I gotta go save her. You and so you. I run in there, kill booze in trouble. Kill him. And then she's like, Why'd you kill my dad? I don't want to speak oh to you my again. God. Oh my That's god. That's her dad. I'm like, you, you Why would you do that? Well, at least you didn't kill him for money. 
Well, then, I mean, was, I guess I could have just straight up just killed her then at that point and been oh, like, well, Jesus. screw you. I did <laughs> yeah. this for you. Well, these side quests, I guess what we're saying, they can uh, bring out different modes that normally wouldn't come out in the main right. machine. You know, they kind of... Right, they, they don't they, have a lasting impact on the main They don't story. have a... Li- exactly. So you bring it can bring out your true colors as that character in the game. Those, are those your true colors? Those yeah. are not my no, true colors. That, that was just that a thing that happened. concerning And I was like, oh, here he is again. If we have nice things, Mogan, we just need to give them yes. to Zach. I guess so. I saved before I, I went in there. I was like, hey, maybe I'll regret phone. this. But I knew it. I was like, well, there he is. <laughs> oh, my God. We meet again. <laughs> so well, was it just a random event that you ran into him again? I like, believe so. I mean, it was just, it, I wasn't, I was walking through a field and I went into this building and like, I saw these nice people there. I'm like, oh, how's it going? And then he turns around the corner. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> wait a minute. Hold up. I need to go see why my dog is barking like a mad dog. All right. Is it the weight of Fender, all that lay down. guilt? <laughs> <laughs> You never played like a Skyrim. You played Skyrim? Uh, no. Um, any other RPG, and you save, and then you just kill everybody in the no! city. Yeah, oh, you're no! just like, what would happen? No. Fender, lay down. That Come here. Deserved it. Oh my god. No, it's hard to save him. I get what you're I saying. I lost a lot of ammo. I lost a lot of time. I lost a lot of money. Yeah. That's he owed me in lay one down. payment in his life. <laughs> in his family's lives. Should... That was the hard part. But I was like, yeah. Like... Yeah. He, sh- he should have given it to you. He should- <laughs> Thank you, Jared. He should. He we would do well it. in the wasteland. Mogan, I don't know how I would, long. You- I don't I know would, how long you'd last. I would have killed myself <laughs> to, to save Maybe other that people. Be an option when you get out of the I vault. would have been like, <laughs> no. <laughs> just walk out. You can just be like, <laughs> take own life. Game over. <laughs> nah. Good. Oh, yeah. The credits roll. <laughs> My version of the game of life is very short. <laughs> so, have you beat Fallout Four yet? Are we back in the podcast? I was about to say, what were we talking? Yeah, we're back about? in the podcast okay. now. Have I beat Fallout Four yet? Technically, no, I have not. Okay, and that's. <laughs> because I've done so many side quests. <laughs> At least I would argue that. What I'm basically That's why I haven't beat Grand Theft Auto 5 yet and I've had it for like a year. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto 5, uh, there are a fair amount of side quests, but but there it's a little bit more narrow. I wouldn't say yeah. they, it's like a game like Oblivion Skyrim or Fallout where you can it's so open world you can do anything. I feel like Grand Theft Auto has somewhat of a narrow path. And maybe honestly, that might be what I prefer in these side quest games with side quests. Like mini game kind of things. <sighs> No, no. (laughs) Like, I'm just thinking, like, what I was talking about before, I do think you lose some emotional attachment to the game if you are doing so many side quests. Though they're so cool and it makes the game what it is. You know, it's a balance that I think is hard to strike. See, I think, like, going back to Becca's question of do I finish the game or do I do all these side quests, Mm -hmm. I feel like Xenoblade, I haven't actually played it, but Xenoblade, I think it has a similar feel to the Final Fantasy games. They don't have they don't share the same gaming mechanics, but Final Fantasy is notorious for a billion and one side quests. Yeah. But the thing is they always give you very very good, very useful things or things that you actually need, like things that you need to progress in the game and if you can't get through it that kind of sucks for you. So it's yeah. like, well do I do I do all these side quests to get the best weapons or the best items in the game to make the final boss easier on mm-hmm. me, or do I bypass them and just b- b- grit my teeth later? I like that. I like that idea. Because a lot know? of, like, especially Final Fantasy X is the one I'm thinking of. There's this... I don't even know. I'm not even sure you can call it a side quest. It was. It could have been its own game, where each of the characters in your party has the ability to get their ultimate weapon. You don't have to get their ultimate weapons, but they're the the best weapons in the game. But the thing is, you have to get an item just to be able to get the special weapons. Then once you actually yeah. get each person's different weapon, you have to get a crest. Then after you get the crest, you have to get the sigil for each of the ultimate weapons. Mm, and damn. all of these is attached to extremely time-intensive or annoying or just really obscure things that you do in the game. So they're things that are very easily missable. Or things that you could go, oh, I don't need to do that. I already played the minigame. I beat it once. Oh, but did you know you have to beat it three times in a row and get zero huh. time on the chocobo yeah, race so you would to never get... Know that. It's how things would you that I don't know. know I don't know how people would know these things yeah. without cheating, without a strategy right. guide. Cheaters. So it's like what Becca's talking about, is it worth it? Is it worth it to do all of this side work, or do I just want to finish the game? It depends how you do it. You know, some games I think do it better than others. Some some games require you do the all the side quests, like Shadow of Mortar required you did all the side quests to get Ugh. the to get the platinum. Yeah, because you had to finish. There, they, it kept it kind of easy though, because it had like three. Um, you had there were like these legendary weapon things, like the uh, a bow, a sword, and a and a dagger, and each one had like twelve missions to mm-hmm. it. 
And so, and you know, and that was one of the trophies. Finish all this, finish all the sword quest, sort of underlin or undeal, undeals, whatever. Um, finish all those quests, finish the bow, finish the, the dagger. And, but like you had to do that to be able to get hundred percent completion on the game and to get the, and to get the platinum trophy. So it just depends on the game. Normally with Far Cry, some Far Cry games, they've always had, they always have some kind of collectible. Like Far Cry three has, uh, like these statues or like, t- uh, little like idol things you can find throughout the island. Um, and then some other different collectibles. Far Cry Four has like these letters of explorers that you that um, that you well, can find. I'm They're called like glass. I was about to say that sounds like, cool. Well, things like these Easter eggs sort of ideas that like I'm all for stuff like that. I mean, and I'm, all see, for, with, I'm all for side quests as well. No, I, just, I am too. But like with Far Cry Three, one of the one of the trophies was you had to find all these like collectibles, and there were like a hundred and twenty yeah. of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like. Let's say oh, the green God. stars and Mario well, Galaxy, yeah. which are which is fun and exciting and cool, but at the same time, it's it, it it's hard to justify it. I I almost need that extra motivation that pertains yeah. to the story. I, I did not need any well, extra. I was like, sweet, right? It gives more you something for else me to do, to do but, but because however, that meant the game but, wasn't but, but over. But you're essentially just going back through the same levels you've already done and yeah. just looking in that one corner that you didn't have to look in. It's not like it really incorporates a new section of the map in a very interesting way. Maybe sometimes it does, but for the most part, I feel like. That's what Metal Gear Solid right now. It's like I'm having to go back, or I did have to go back. In order to beat the campaign, you essentially had to go back and do other levels on a higher difficulty. Mm. And I was like, you know, this doesn't feel like a new mission, though they would call it a new mission. Right. It's the same mission, and it's like, I feel a little cheated. You know, it it was something, it felt tedious. Yeah. And I didn't like to have to go through that. And And I don't know if it's like a backlash or something like that, but each Far Cry game since three has, I mean, there's two, but since Far Cry, no, three, technically. Um, but like so Far Cry 3 it was like you have to find all 120 of these you have to find all mm-hmm. of these but then in Far Cry 4 you had to find all the lost letters there were like 10 and oh. you had to find like a certain number of some other um, of some of the other collectibles and things like that but you didn't have to find them all you could find them all to get 100% completion mm-hmm. but it wasn't which tied, is different it know? wasn't tied to a trophy in Primal you have to find there are like three different types of collectible you can find and you just have to find 80 mm-hmm to get the trophy. Now, did, did it feel tedious? Or did, were you like, oh, this is actually helping me understand slash no. explore the game? I mean, you know, yeah, the- it helps me explore the game. It doesn't, it gives you, and now they've started like, if you find this many, you'll get a certain reward, like right. a, like a XP boost or, or money. Although Far Cry Primal doesn't have money. Um, but the, the, the side quest, there was some reward to tie right. to it. In Far Cry 4, like it would unlock a weapon if you found mm-hmm. a, a certain. See, now that's kind of interesting, but the side quests I think that we all love the most are the ones that have their own characters within them. And like, it's like a little mini story oh, yeah, that yeah, occur, yeah. you yeah. know, and the, like I said before, the ones I'm mainly thinking of from like Oblivion and Skyrim. Yeah. Dragon ones. Age has excellent side quests. Right. And it's, reason. and even if they don't directly pertain to the story, it's like if they can do their own, like some are a lot more memorable than others, but if they can do it, then, and they do it well, that's actually feels worth it to me yeah. in, a, in a big way it, 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 even if it's just immersing me more in the world and giving me something to do because I like I said I need that like motivation to do something even if it is something awful like you know for some danger prince then that I have to like go find a priest yeah. <laughs> and I tell you what happens a lot of times I wonder if this happens to you I will be walking around about to do a mission and I'll run into somebody that needs to do a side quest something to he needs something done for him I've already done it has ever happened to you? Yeah, yeah, I already have this item that I've taken. Oh, I've like stolen yeah. already, and he's like, "I'm looking for this specific ring." And, and then, like, like oh. I talk to him again. I'm like, "Here you go." He's oh, like, "That must go. have been hard, you know, because I can't process." This. <laughs> that <laughs> is always funny. Like, yeah. you did a lot for Thank me you. right now. Yeah. And she's like, "Nah, it was no big deal." I just, yeah. I just said, "What's up, man?" There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so that's actually happened to me quite a few times. Yeah, in which I always think is kind of see. Funny. I've done similar things. But where I didn't actually realize I had the item, and oh. so I freaking so go, like, go back there to try like, to get it? the goddamn. <laughs> Let me look and at then my I'm like, oh, I had it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like the those are the things that make me rage quit. Where right. I'm like, I fucking did all of this extra <laughs> guy that I had already I'm done. done for the day. <laughs> I'm just done. No We're more. just done. No and more. then sometimes out of spite, I won't even give them the stuff. Yep. I'm like, you, you know I'll what? They don't deserve it. I'm just keeping it. I could find this useful to me later. Uh, Elder Scrolls is great. It's like once you get the side mission, a little menu will just pop up briefly and says, go here to do this. So if you oh, already have it, it'll see. say, go here to do this and go away. And then it's like, return this to them. So it's like, yeah. oh, I must have already have it. I must already have it. So that's kind of nice. That they yeah, that, that is nice. Um, I was going to say, what was the other thing? Um, 
kind of what you were talking about, Mogan, with the with the like in the Final Fantasy of like all the, and, like un- finding all these things and like getting the extra things. And is it you know is it worth the time or, what, or whatever to go do this to collect this certain loot to fight that that will help you later and stuff like that. Dragon Age does that pretty well, and I don't, you know I haven't played Oblivion and Skyrim as much, so I don't know mm-hmm. if it does it too. I'm sure it's but similar. like you'll you know like randomly would you classify like when you're playing a game and you randomly come across a locked door? Oh my and god! And then it's I like have you have in. to find the key somewhere. Is that a side quest? Yes. Like it's not like a certain thing where it's like you had to start it. Right. Like you would go to this person to start this thing. You're just like this door is locked, and then right. you're just like through exploring, you'd be like. Oh, I found sure, this dungeon I found, key. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, I bet this unlocks that door. Yeah, that's like somewhere in between like the Easter egg hunt and the side quest thing. Yeah. Because that happens a lot in like Oblivion and Skyrim. It's it's you'll go into a cave and it's not like you, it says, are you ready to start this cave? You know, you just go right. into it and lo and behold, there's people here and there's like things occurring and... People and things. People and things. <laughs> there, there's all these <laughs> wonderful things. And half the time it is just enemies you will get some loot from it but right the other half there is something more important or there is someone that you meet so but it never says go here it just it's something that you stumble upon on your own journey and that's yeah. obviously i think the point of a lot of these side quests is like let's just have these scattered throughout the map if they hit them they hit them and that's you know a testament to developers to like i was gonna say i would want yeah. that to be my job That'd like be, just side quest guy and they'll tell you mogan no one might ever go to your cave i know, <laughs> you know it's, they it's possible might not. no one may ever go there but that's what, a i would feel so jaded as a developer i'd be like i made this fantastic thing and i don't think anybody's found <laughs> it yet anyone <laughs> check it out, just check it online no one's talking about my damn cave <laughs> oh, always on the here <laughs> It's not showing up in the fan walkthroughs yet. <laughs> it's not in the wikis. Uh, right. You can tell some are more like Should I write the wiki others. article? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. I should drop some hints, but right. nobody knows it's me. Yeah. But yeah, but kudos to developers for incorporating all this stuff to make it optional. Because that's what, that's what, yeah, for making it optional and stuff. And especially, like, I, I play some of these open world games and RPGs, and I just have no idea. I cannot wrap my head around A, why would you think to do that this way? B, how the hell do you dev- design right. this huge world and have different areas that all look different with changing weather? How do you program in, and this is just coming from pure ignorance of coding and development <laughs> and all that and programming in general, but just like, how do you program in that like this group of people are going to be walking through here? Like, sure. you know, like, like just because I'm playing right now, Far Cry Primal, like you run across like your enemies just willy-nilly. Mm-hmm. Like you you just be, I've been saying that word to the same way. Willy. Like, willy-nilly. Willy-nilly. Um, <laughs> But it's just like you'll be walking, and then you like you just run into a group of enemy of enemy troops, or a you know like all the wildlife that attacks you in, in Far Cry. You mm-hmm. know what? Like what you're saying, like hats off, because man, I yeah, I, just, I don't so, even know and, how and, and you almost yeah. Go ahead, Mogan. No, I was just gonna say. So then to make all of this, and then make additional non-necessary content on top of that. Right. Yeah. Which, it's which like, holy exists. crap. Like the things in, in Grand Theft Auto or Red Red Redemption where you're just walking walking along and you stumble across, go by somebody and they're like, excuse me, I need help. Oh, yeah, help. yeah, which and, are very fun. Like a little exclamation point oh, I love, on I your love map. those yeah, things. Yeah, those are always very fun. Usually they're kind of like, uh, there's always a twist or something. I like the know? one, I just I just ran across one in uh, in Grand Theft Auto where I was just walking along and this girl runs out and she's like, come help me, please. And mm-hmm. you follow her and like these gangsters jump you in the right, side. Right, yeah, it's always like, a trick. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I'm busting, busting with every gun known to man. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it feels. You, get, you, they pick the wrong guy. <laughs> they always do. They always do. Come here, Fender. Lay down. Lay down. So yeah. So I don't know. I hope that answered your question, Becca. It seems well, like it seems like I the think, general consensus of us is that yes, we just we just play them as we come to them. Really. Well, okay, but then you can even take it to a step further. You take like let's think about like No Man's Sky, which is a game that obviously isn't released yet, but we know the yeah. idea behind it. It's just and uh, this is my I think the main argument that I is keep that harping whole game back. a side quest, right? Well, it, it, and is <laughs> it's my kind much, of game. It, it's just one. It's we just, just called call side quest. <laughs> There's no main quest. It's the the argument that I keep kind of going back and forth in my head, is as much as I do love side quests and I think they help make the game more immersive, do you lose a value or an emotional response to the story by getting off track and by doing these other things? I think you do. I think you do too. I'm going to say no. You think no? No. Becca, stick it out. Do all the side quests. <laughs> no, I'm you not can saying do <laughs> don't do the side quests. I'm just saying games that I've played that didn't have side quests, keep, anything that keeps me within the story that I think... The programmers wanted me to play feels 
like side quests I feel like can detract from that story. Like we were talking about when I play Fallout 4, I forget I almost forget what I'm doing yeah. and I lose an emotional response to it. Though I love going and doing my own thing. But I don't it's think good. necessarily that's the developer's thought. I think it's our fault. I was it's about to say cuz I that's don't true. have that problem. That's like true. I've never had that response to a side quest. Like it's so it's so fun for me and mm-hmm. it's just something that I love about every game. I've never thought, "No, I, I don't that, think I will do this yeah. unless it's something that's just flat out impossible and or annoying. Uh-huh. I'm definitely going to do it and it's going to just add to the experience for me and very very rarely have I ever felt the side quest detracted from my overall oh, experience. That's very interesting. See, I, I, I'm I disagree. I'm really not sure I can think of even one. I just know there have been enough games that I that I've played that where it finally got to it like I've been playing this long enough I need to just power through and finish the game <laughs> right which I like doing that like if I can tell I'm like within the last three missions of beating the game then no no side quests it's it's all I'm finishing you're, the story you, you guys are both right that it's definitely up to the player how they want to play the game which right therein lies the beauty of side quests because you have the oh, options yeah. that's like the, one of the best points of them however I remember games and I have more emotional attachment to games that didn't have side quests that are just one story that kept me in that story. Right. And so, like Halo. Right. Now, but you're saying even though you did the side quest, you never lost an emotional connection with the main story. No. See, that's interesting. Not, that is interesting. That is interesting because I, mean, I feel like I, I, lose, I, I lose. I, I, I have lose a list. Like, I've had responses like, watching like a, Jared where I've found a side quest that was impossible, so I just had to finish the game. But I've always felt disappointed in myself that I couldn't do the side quest. And it's something that I always go back and like, I might try mm-hmm, and I'll still yeah. fail, but it's it, like, I've never willingly passed over a side quest. It's always just, I've hit a wall. I can't do it anymore. If I want to finish the game, I just have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, well, yeah, maybe it's a testament to the story isn't as good as maybe I'm hoping for, you know, with, with you know, I'm thinking yeah. about specifically Fallout, Skyrim and Oblivion, which I think the stories are fine, but it, but it's almost like for me, like watching a movie and you're like, hey, you can follow this character for 20 minutes and then come back to the main story. I think that's right. going to take you out of the movie. And I think you're, you're going to lose that train of emotional response you were having in the, in the story, in the moment. Now, I don't know. Like, I'm, that's just my, like, you know, like I think about a game like Metal Gear where it's all the main quest. And like, I remember... Th- that but it's but we're talking about different games now i guess it's, right it's complicated because it the open world games are open world for a reason they're supposed to be open world to like bring that world to life to give you the choice so how about this my emotional attachment almost lies more in the world in and of itself like i do have a strong emotional connection to the world of skyrim or the to the world of fallout i would agree with that because rather i'm that than, way with, with uh Thedos and dragon age yeah rather than exactly what i'm doing like i don't know i guess part of me doesn't care as much if there's more things to do mm-hmm. about one particular thing i just care about the whole package which maybe in a way is even grander than one storyline yeah you you kind of get what i'm saying i get it i agree with Looking that and squint in her eyes i don't i don't know you you it, like it, the it all I, depends it like like you know, I understand where you're coming from, and I feel like I would probably be just like you in that regard if I didn't, if I try, because I, I had to tell myself at one point, okay, I can only play like one RPG at a time. I've since broken that rule. I was about to but say, I'm not sure I could because do that. Because I, I have too many that I want to play. <laughs> yeah. But that was, the, that was the issue of like having these conflicting things and conflicting story and, you know, and all that stuff. And so I tried to do too much at once. But so I'm really interested. I'm really trying now to like really dedicate myself to be like, okay, I'm going to have these games and I'm going to play the, like these three. Mm-hmm. Once I beat these three, I'll introduce new ones. But I'm not going to try to. I know at one time I had like 10 games <laughs> that I was playing through. You know, at, and at, yeah. So now we're talking. Not know. like you know, but but so I think for me, so I think if I'm and so I'm still kind of trying this out with you know of really just like playing, dedicating to a couple games. Like Watchdogs for for me was a good example. That was a game that yes, it took me a long time to to play, but I played through it very regularly, so I never lost that. And, and as a result, yes, some people pan that game. I liked that game a whole lot, but. I can count uh, Assassin's Creed 3, um, Infamous, and uh, the first Dragon Age, but that was more because I had a lot of, like, I lost saves and had to replay a whole bunch of crap on it, and I got really annoyed with it. But those three games stick in my head as ones that, like, I, by the time it ended, I was kind of like, even though I love Dragon Age, I was kind of like, uh, I don't I don't really remember nor care right. what's happening right now. something that I feel has happened to me more and more, and I don't know if it's a testament to the games, the way I'm playing them. I have not had a great emotional response to a game in a long time, but I feel like I'm because I'm missing out on a lot of ones that are more geared towards um, 
a well-developed storyline. Even though, like, as much as I loved Metal Gear Solid and, like, Halo 5 was kind of iffy, it was so... It was more so exciting and cinematic to play a game like Metal Gear Solid Five, oh, rather yeah, yeah, than yeah. like a game that we were talking about a couple episodes back. That's an online game where it's an RPG and it's people talking. We I said Kotaku had a great review. Oh, what was, oh. That game was it called? her story? No, it wasn't her story. Um, it was. I think you were talking about it and you referenced me, me and Jared being the last guys on the internet with beards. Oh, Undertale. oh, Undertale. Undertale. Ah. Undertale. And so it's like, man, maybe I need to go back or not, you know, or just go and play I mean, a honestly, game. Honestly, if you want, I. Because Zelda, honestly, Zelda was one of the last games that I really had know, a huge emotional impact. You want to know a game that you're going to have a huge emotional impact to? Last of Us. Yes. Yeah. See, oh my God. In a game like that that doesn't necessarily have, it's, it's just one story. Yeah. I mean, one of the part, biggest right? ones I yes, think of is, is Journey. Journey. Journey, and it's Ooh, a short one. I right, it's I would one love to play I, I, I still. I'm embarrassed to, to say I've not embarrassed. played Journey. You should Journey. both be embarrassed, embarrassed about that. Yeah. <laughs> really, anyone should. But be. You anyone that has played Journey. That's my point. Is like whether I mean, or not... I definitely feel having played Journey and other games similar to mm-hmm. ones that you've played, the emotional impact of Journey can't be compared to to a lot of the other games that even I've played. It's a different level. Sure. And I so need if to you're looking for that, that like, I don't have a like different a, experience, then those kinds of games are definitely a better place to start that search. Right. Well, I guess I'm just I'm I'm a little I wonder why Fallout or even Skyrim didn't have that impact on me as much as I loved those games and as much as I enjoyed wandering through them. To be perfectly honest, I think for me at least, some of the games that I have been the most emotionally impressed upon by mm-hmm. have been very short. Yeah, that I think might there's have something, something to, to be said. It. And that's I, th- I think for, yeah. it is. I think if I think in some degree, too many options, you're gonna you're gonna um and we yeah, as we said, op- you're gonna right. you're gonna spend too much time a, doing like those. Fact things. of life, and we talked about that with No Man's Sky when we were talking about like just because there's a zillion billion options, does that necessarily mean I'm gonna get more out of this yeah. game? You know, like yeah, it's impressive as a technical feat. But it, like, honestly, it depends on how much I'm I'm into the game. And and, the, and you can argue, yeah, it's, well, it depends what the player does, which is you know appetizing to think about. Like, oh, it's up to me how much I take away from this game. Yeah, but maybe people need guidance. And I was about to say, sometimes the story that the developers made for the game is what you are meant to experience. Like right. this is what they wanted you to feel, and if that's the that's the success of the game, if you feel what they built the game to be, mm-hmm. that's where that big and emotional success and, comes from. That. And that's what I was kind of arguing that these games that have a lot of side quests that are more open world, it's a package that they're trying to give you rather than one sort of story. It's more they're selling the world, not the story. Yeah, exactly. Okay, now I kind of exactly. get it. Now, that's I, what I'm now, trying now to that say. I've talked myself around yes, to your I'm point. sorry, to, but, but I'm glad that we're having this conversation because I think this is kind of poignant to what side quests are and whether or not they actually enhance the game or they can detract it. And I think ultimately having a fair number of side quest yes builds a world that's more memorable rather than a story you yes get multiple stories and once you layer on multiple stories you get a world yep you know one story though maybe more gripping less of a world perhaps yeah perhaps well <laughs> i think we have talked <laughs> side quests <laughs> i hope we answered your question becca like i said it, it, it kind of it seems to it seems that for us and how we handle the game, it really honestly depends on the game itself. I'm not sure there's been any consensus. <laughs> I mean, well, it's, it's very open ended. For me, for me I like these games of side quests. Yeah, I, I love games of side quests. Open world RPG games are my favorite by far. Um, but I think, but yeah, I, I like I like to take them missions, like mission mixed in with like three to five side quests, go back to main mission. But yeah, I mean, I think that's like naturally how it happens. I think I so. Think. I think so. But yeah, just depending on where you go. Yeah, but excellent question, Becca. Yeah, seriously, it prompted a lot of debate, which I which is good. I like this. You you look like you well, have a thought. Th- that was the, we're supposed. That's the whole episode, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good. I was like, I was like, I'll admit, I was trying to drag that out. <laughs> I was. I was definitely trying to drag that out into an episode. No, but it was good because we we <laughs> like we, I was not like we we brought it around and we came first full circle back to our back to our uh, to decide of what. To the divisive point of this is now I'm losing my train of thought. We came How? back around into what the differentiator is between story and world, which which is great. Is I'm what glad side we quests, on that. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. what side quests build towards. Right. So I think it was good. All this, all this going around, hitting points, bringing up different games. I think it all led us to the conclusion, right? Of that this. side quests, side quests help sell the world, not the story. 
which was n- probably not at all what Becca was asking. <laughs> but no, but, but I like that she prompted that. And yeah. I'm sorry, I was just one. I was trying to drag that out into. I was trying to open up the conversation just to different ideas. You know? No, no, no. But like I agree. the short answer is that's, that's why we did this episode the, this way. The the easy yeah the easy answer is. A little bit of both. Yes. I mean, that's really all that. <laughs> what came a cop out! <laughs> One hour later, I'm Becca, sorry. I feel guilty of like ex- you know going into the, weird worlds. The answer to your question, Becca, an hour later is a little bit of both. <laughs> a little bit of both. <laughs> we could have answered oh, that on Twitter, that's ironically. That's the that Here's is four. Yeah, waiting on that one. That's really cool. That is that is going to be the title of this episode. A little bit of both. A little bit of both. <laughs> but anyway, dear listeners. This has been another episode of Team Chat Podcast. Again, if you have any questions or comments or want to share some of your more memorable side quests with us, please send us an email God at teamchatpodcast at gmail.com. You'll never know what you spawn. You might get a lot more than you asked for. <laughs> you <laughs> might. Or follow us on Twitter and send us a tweet there. Give us a follow at Team Chat Podcast. Until next time, I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined by Rachel Mogan. Bye-bye. And Zachary Parks. Peace out.